All right, so I maybe got got. Feel like there is probably a lot of explaining you need from me. For instance, turns out I can read. Also write. Funny thing that. Might have lied about all that. Actually, now that we're on the topic, I might have lied about several things. And I would ask for your forgiveness, but it is the nature of being a captive to not have a lot of time, so... Sorry. Look, it is the damnedest thing, but my rustin' past went and caught up to me without my permission. Rude of it. Now I can deal with that, but I can't very well deal with you two getting tangled up in my mess. And I can't hope this letter won't get intercepted along the way, so you're gonna have to suffer a little vagueness here. The mob knows we're the ones who hit their bank. That might have been obvious. I was kind of yelling about it a lot. And that may or may not have been intentional. Again, don't have time to get into all that. The point is, the mob is the least of our worries. Or the least of your worries. I have very different worries right now. Least of your worries is the mob. I really wish that I could give you more than this. I really do. The whole mess of it is just rust and risky. Ignorance at this point is the best shield that I can give you. It's safer for you that way. And I realize that saying that does not make it any better. That probably just makes it more frustrating. Again, sorry. Listen, be wary of the moon. Now, I don't expect you to trust me after all the lying I've done. and You don't even know the half of it. But don't go putting your trust in anyone branded with a moon's crescent. Especially anyone that bears the name Christophera. Oh, and, uh, burn this letter, yada yada. Pinch. Last time on the Lost Legend of Scadriel. What what is it you're planning on doing? Because Bella, this is this will be my house if you plan to burn it down. Clytus pulls out flint and steel. Well, Kels, uh, it seems to me that you've gone and turned on me. Damn. Bella, you know I'm not turning on you. I'm I'm always been on your side. I'm just fighting in a different way. Clytus lights the handkerchief on the Molotov. And I'm afraid that that way just ain't gonna cut it. You're joining them, you're becoming an Irvin. And as, as far as I'm concerned, that means you're no longer a wild. As much as it pains me to say that. You better run, son. Clytus throws it at the back of the room. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor, and with me I have the rest of the Lost Legends. I am Lena, a.k.a. Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. I'm John, I go by Clovermite Online, and I play Clytus Logan. Alright, let's jump back in. I'm uh, so excited to see where this goes. Uh, everyone is standing inside of the Irvan study, 
where there is a rapidly growing fire on the back wall, and Kelson had just left running towards the ballroom yelling fire. Was there anything valuable? I think it's time oh. to set the kitchen on fire. You know, if that guard hadn't taken me away, I would have been well on my way to that already. Yeah, to, to Zach's thought, is there anything valuable that we could immediately, like, grab? Uh, everybody give me a wits roll. I got fours. I got fives. Ones. Uh, okay, so, Lena, you said you got fours, and then Clytus, you got fives? Yep. Um... Lena, you know that there is a um, secret alcove behind one of the portraits in the room um, that houses a safe that is not on the wall that's beating, or that's um, on fire. And, um, Clytus, you were keeping an eye on the contents of the safe, and what it looked like was in there was mostly paperwork and nothing that would necessarily be immediately valuable unless there's some intelligence of some sort or, like, something that you can blackmail somebody with in there. Um, in the safe that was in the corner that Kelson opened up. So, wait, is there something that can be blackmailed there? Because I got five. You, you don't like... know what's on the papers. You know that there's nothing in terms of money or jewels or some sort of immediately valuable item that you could just sell. Um, whether or not there is something in there that is information in that paperwork that you could use to your advantage is unknown. But that's that's the only thing valuable I spotted. Um, in the study, that's not like you know something large like the lavish desk. Gotcha. Or um, is is the safe still open? No, he closed the safe. Oh, and I don't know the combination. Do I? No. Oh, do I, I have well. a, a solid guess to what the combination might be? Um, give me a wits roll. All right. Um, that was fives and two nudges. Um, so which safe were you trying to know the combination to? Um, that's a good question. Go for the secret one you know. There are two safes. There's the one in the alcove behind the painting, and then there's the one that uh, Kelson recently closed, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, go for the one that Kelson might not know about. Yeah, uh, I, I'll go to the one that's uh, underneath the painting. Okay, um, with your fives and two nudges, um, this is one of the th ways that you were able to um, to interfere with their business so much, is you knew specifically what the combination to the safe was. I'm not quite sure how that came to be, but we can try and maybe come up with a story for that later if we uh, want to, but... Um, you know exactly where this safe is and you know exactly how to get it open. And then when you open the safe up, you notice that there is a large stack of boxings inside of there. And then, um, just a couple of, uh, it like looks kind of like a bug out safe. Um, there's a couple of firearms and then, um, a small bag containing like clothes and things. And then a very large stack of, uh, of, uh, of notes. Of like the um, what is the paper currency called? I forget. I don't know either. Aren't they just still boxings? Probably. But uh, a large amount of boxes. Help yourselves, boys. Well, that certainly makes all this worth it, doesn't it? Clytus grabs one of the guns and a handful of the notes. 
Okay, um, go ahead and when we refresh at the end of this, or you can just do it now, put your resources at negative one. Everybody can. Sweet. I'll just add negative one because we haven't had a breather and I'm still on two spent. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying you can go ahead and refresh it and then put it, set it to negative one. Oh, do you sure you want to refresh it, even though we haven't finished the mission yet? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there's not really a lot of places you... I imagine you can use resources between here and there. Is that a challenge? <laughs> feel free to try and surprise me, but you just uh, you just ransacked a... I mean, I can't argue with fives and two nudges. I mean... True. True. After a pair of fours, like, this is meant to be... Destiny wants us to be well-funded, guys. All right, well, I believe that's our cue to bug out of here. Which way are you guys heading? Um, did we, did I see any of the, any gifts that were, like, gift-wrapped earlier? Um, yeah, you would have seen them in the main ballroom. All right, I'm heading there. I know Lena, um, mentioned the kitchen as well. So Yeah, kitchen and those two are, uh, both in the same direction. Okay. We have a plan of attack now. Uh, okay, so you guys are heading down the halls, and you're hearing quite a bit of a commotion in front of you. Um, between the time that it took to open up the safe and kind of grab everything, um, Kelson was able to get to that ballroom and uh, start giving the alarm, so people started to evacuate. And so as you approach the ballroom, um, you hear just all of this clatter of uh, chairs being knocked over and people rushing for doors, uh, general like uh, murmurs of distress. Uh, and then you also hear running down a uh, different hallway towards another section of the house, uh, Kelson's echoing voice as he's running to warn more people. All right, well, Clytus is going to grab one of the presents that's about the size of a bread box. Uh, go ahead and give me a spirit roll. All right. Oh, I got ones. Okay. Um, when you eventually go to open it, uh, you find a... No, 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 I don't open it yet. Okay. I just grab Well, it. I will save that for later then. Um, but yeah, you're able to make it your way over to the table and, uh, just grab something real quick. Cool. And then Bella and, and... Finn, you guys are heading towards the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Mayhem, my friends, mayhem. Yeah, you arrive in the kitchen and it looks, uh, in the same state as when you first left it, um, uh, Finn... There's still, like, the crackers on the counter. Um, instead of, like, watching the gumbo, they just turned it off and left it on the stove. Um, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, or took it off the stove and doused the fire. However, they'd probably have gas. I don't know. I'm overthinking this. Uh, but Bella, everything... my dear. Oh. oh, go ahead. Bella, my dear, could you hand me a modal of cocktail, please? Absolutely. And I will love yeah. grab one and what did you, what did pass you call it over. It? Model of? A motor. A motor. Oh, he, I think he said a motor love cocktail. I don't know. It was an Irish accent. <laughs> or some semblance of one. I've come kind of off on the accent today. <laughs> uh, sorry, Lena. Go ahead. I uh, pass him one of the Molotov cocktails. I have a quick moment of silence for the meal that could have been. I light the sucker and toss it right at the gumbo. <laughs> uh, give me a physique roll Twos and two nudges Okay, so you uh, Managed to smack it 
right on the center of the um, gumbo, which sends the pan kind of flying over to the side. And just the combination of hitting it in just that spot um, sends uh, just a wave of fire crashing over the entire wall where the stove is at. And uh, pretty, pretty completely the entire back wall is now smoldering and catching fire very quickly. Okay, I'll uh, quick glance back with a salute to it, and I say we get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'd really love to hit up the ballroom first before we get out. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys are able to do that pretty easily. Um, Clytus, you'd probably have, like, another action in between when they get back and you getting a gift. Is there anything else you'd want to do in the ballroom while they're coming back? Uh, I'm just going to pull out, or Clytus is going to pull out his revolver and, and just kind of be ready and like watching at the, the windows or exit, whatever. Okay. Um, you do notice like looking out the windows that there are some security forces kind of rushing about, uh, but you notice like one of them is carrying a bucket. Um, and so it seems like they're pretty distracted and not necessarily thinking about, um, actually doing security work at the moment uh bella and finn you guys make it into the ballroom how many more of those things do you have just the one so i'm wanting to use it well what do you think is the best target uh i thought you guys had two altogether. oh i thought no, we had three. Had oh, one. you did have three okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah is there anything in the room that would be, like, very important um, to uh, to the Irvanes as far as, like, a symbolism, a statue, something along those lines? Oh, absolutely. There's the uh, stained glass um, murals <laughs> that they claim are from the before the Catasandra. How about those, Bella? Sounds good to me. Finn, would you like to do the honors? It would be my pleasure. Okay, and I'll take out the last Molotov cocktail and hand it over to Finn. Wait, aren't those just windows? Like, you wouldn't need a Molotov to smash them. Yeah, they're, um, like, stained glass, um, pictures of, like, the Lord Ruler and, um, his fight against the Deepness. Yeah, so you'd basically just be throwing it out the window and then setting the grass well, on he fire said, or whatever. Well, I mean, I'd be throwing it at the base of it to where the walls would ignite and destroy the stained glass. Oh, I see, I see. At least that'd be my guess. Yeah, that's fine. Physique roll again. Uh, yep. That's threes and a nudge. Yeah, um, it's the same sort of thing. Uh, you're able to aim it, and uh, you kind of aim it in between the uh, two of the panes of the larger ones, um, and you manage to smack it so the bottle crashes uh, right in between on the iron bars and splatters that way all over that wall while still managing to do some damage to some of the stained glass, um, and the ballroom is now thoroughly set on fire as well. Clytus nods his head and purses his lips. Nicely thrown there, Finn. I have my strengths. <laughs> that you do. Shall we get the rust out of here before the whole place comes down? Agreed. Sounds like a good idea to me. Uh, which general direction are you guys heading as you leave? Would we be able to leave out the service entrance that I came in earlier? 
Uh, to do so, you would have to go back through the kitchen. And so ah. it just depends on how adamant Clytus is about not uh, christening his duster. <laughs> Although I guess this Oil. is a uh, christening for uh, Bella, too, since she didn't go through the first one. I, I doubt Bella even has a duster to crisp. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> well, if it means potentially less trouble on the way out, I'm fine going through there. And then you can stop your mumbling about not being really roasted. Did any of the uh, security happen to drop, like, a drop a bucket of water? Um, Give me a spirit roll. And you've spent two, so it's only two dice. Uh, just a nudge. Yeah, you're not able to find any large, uh, not even around on any of the tables. Are there, is even like a bucket of ice. Um, what are the other exit options that we have? Um, so you've got the one where they're evacuating people out of, um, that you two came in on, where you met the guy who, uh, first got mean mugged by Clytus. Um, you've got the front door of the house, which would involve running back towards the study, um, or towards the direction that Kelson was going. Um, there's two separate hallways you can take to that. One of them leads to a smaller ballroom, um, which is the one that Kelson took. And then there is the servant's entrance uh, that Finn is trying to go to. And then you know there would be other uh, exits on the other side of the house, but it involves taking one of those routes to get there. What's on the other side of the stained glass windows? Um, that would be uh, the front of the house where uh, people are evacuating and gathering on the lawn. Yeah, let's just book it through the service entrance. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, um, you guys make it to the kitchen and the fire has started to spread um, up towards the top of the ceiling and starting to lick along the um, edges of along the walls and has started to spread on the other two walls. The... Um, Heat is pretty unbearable, um, so I'm going to have everybody go ahead and give me a physique roll to try and withstand uh, the, the intensity of it. Can I get a bonus for being grizzled? Um, I feel like that's more of a visual thing, but I'll go ahead and give it to you. Yes, thank you. That was fives for Finnegan. Fours and a nudge. Ones. Uh, okay, so um, Clytus and Finn, um, you both kind of step in first and are able to kind of make a make kind of a wall against the flames. Um, Cly- uh, Clytus, especially, you pull your duster up towards over your face as you kind of uh, wiggle along. And uh, Bella, it's very uncomfortable. I am going to go ahead and give you one health damage. But you're not okay. going to suffer any consequences beyond that because of how good their rules were. Okay. Um, and you guys are able to make it tour with the other side of the kitchen to where the service exit would be. All right. Clytus uh, has gone ready and steps out looking for anyone who's going to try to gang up on us. Now that's what I call a well-roasted duster, my friend. Clytus just grunts non-committally. <laughs> <laughs> Started the season this way, we're going to end it this way. <laughs> um, everybody give me a spirit roll. 
Those are my favorite. Uh, those very much. You know, I have to wonder why Harmony doesn't like this group. You just have to wonder. Uh, oh, I got fours. Fours. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I hear you, Suzanne. I hear you. I'll stop stop the, <laughs> the crap talking. Um, you look out and you're able to um, pause and wait until there's absolutely nobody around this entrance. And um, Finn, would you would you try and grab your chef cart? Oh, no. No. no, okay. So yeah, you guys um are able to time your exit just right and nobody spots you and you're able to get a little bit away from the house. Um are you just leaving the property or are you sticking around any longer? I I'd, I'd say that's up to Bella. What if she wants to see the chaos that unfolds and stick around? Uh Finnegan would be more of the mind of let's get the heck out of here, we've done what we need to do. Same with Gladys. I would really like to see it all burned down, but maybe we could do that from another location. Is there a nice hill or a lookout tower we where we'd be able to <laughs> Um it's a pretty large estate and the house is towards the center of it. Uh so if you're trying to watch like from a reasonable view, um it would you you probably could find a pretty secluded area on the property, but it would still be on the property. Is there a graveyard? They would probably have a mausoleum, not a graveyard. Okay. I will do the sensible thing and say that we can leave. Hey, who knows? Maybe we can find a rooftop or something to watch the uh, fireworks. Now that would have been something. Why didn't we think about that before? <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> we'll, we ain't pinched. We'll, th- we'll keep it in mind for next season. <laughs> Somewhere 300 years ago, Sonichu squawks and pecks Tajmil. <laughs> so you guys are able to pretty easily make your way off of the grounds. Everybody's very concerned with the uh, building that's now on fire in three separate places. Um, and uh, where do you head after your um, clear of the grounds? Where are you going back to? I was planning, our clients planning on going back to the where we're staying. That may not be the best choice. Does Kelsey know where we're staying? He shouldn't. I didn't really tell him much of anything. He seemed like the chatty one today. Uh, we could just uh, find a local bar and wait it out. I'm not leaving the horses. Well, why don't we get prepared in case we need to get a, make a quick getaway? Sounds like a reasonable choice. Okay, so you're heading back to that uh, main tavern, mm-hmm. wherever it was that you guys were staying? Yeah, and for nothing else than to gather up the horses. Okay, um, and yeah, there's no, uh, nothing really, you know, no obstacles in the way. It's an uneventful trip. You make it there um, with no problems whatsoever. Still want to go somewhere else, or I have a gift to prepare? Oh, do tell. Um. I feel like this is more of the show, not tell kind of thing. Well, noted. It'll take a while, so we're going to have to set up. Either we set up here or we find somewhere else to set up. It may not be in our best interest to stay where we have been staying the entire time, considering what we just did. Noted. 
Clytus gathers up whatever he, you know, whatever may have been in the inn and checks out. Yeah, Bella's gonna do the same and she'll change into some more, um, movable clothing. Did we, uh, uh did there... we take those clothes from the safe by chance? Um, would anybody have been interested in taking them? Then again. <laughs> then yeah, you probably just grabbed the whole backpack. <laughs> Turning into Wayne. <laughs> You never know when you might need another disguise. You know, too bad there's no hat. There's no hat? Oh, darn. Can't put a hat in a safe. You can. But at the very least, if Finnegan looks respected... You can't put respected. that kind of hat in a safe and still pull off the look. But my thinking is, if Finnegan looks more respectable, then he'll be less likely to be bothered or recognized. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the second time, give me a spirit roll to see if these clothes fit you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, aren't you already dressed as an Irvin security Ones. Enforcer? He definitely is. Ones. Uh, ones, they don't fit you. Okay. Do the socks fit me, at least? Sure, you can have some socks. Nice. Alright, so we go off, or at least Clytus goes off in search of somewhere to lie low for a bit. Yeah, um, would Bella know of a good location where she could go if she wanted to avoid being seen um preferably somewhere on the outskirts of town if they needed to leave quickly uh give me a wits roll Alrighty. um that was ones um you know of a couple of um kind of more downtrodden uh rougher areas where there's a couple of um very very seedy uh, ask no questions kind of deal with um in terms of letting people stay not not i don't want to say airbnb but like you know a couple of people who like don't care if you stay in this extra bedroom that they have as long as you throw a couple boxings their way okay uh yeah probably the one closest to the edge of town i would want to hit up okay uh somebody go ahead and spend their negative one resource for that I will do that. All right. Meanwhile, the whole time we're searching, Clytus has a char- uncharacteristically devious smile on his face. Like he's super pleased with himself with this really, really immature idea. Okay. Um, is anybody doing anything else the this night, or are you just kind of lying low and going to bed? Oh, well, I do want to prepare the gift. Okay, um, how much of that do you want to explain, or do you just want to say that it happens? Uh, so I'll tell you what, what I want to do, and you'll tell me what I need to roll or whatever. Okay. So what I want to do is very carefully, like, just unwrap the bottom of the present, because I want to keep the wrapping paper intact for when I put it back together. And what I want to do is go get some horse dung, put it in a box, and try and try and basically insulate the smell so that it'll only come out once the box is opened <laughs> and then wrap it up nice and tight again. Um, I'm going to make that a wits roll. Oh no, I didn't get anything. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. So, uh, you managed to rip the, um, big front of the wrapping paper as you're trying to get it undone. Um, and it's pretty, pretty drastically ripped. Um, and when you open up the box, you find a bottle of wine that's a decent vintage. Um, 
you're able to put the horse dung in there, but you're not able to devise a way to insulate the smell either. So it's fairly odorous just sitting there in the in a room. Do do we know what he's doing with that, or do we smell it, or? Um, I would say uh, you're probably. I would say I would probably be doing this outside, yeah, so I wouldn't by, be smelling by horses or something. In order yeah. to procure said uh, goods. But Clytus isn't being secretive about this. So if you were curious and wanted to see, he's not going to stop you. Ah, rust it. Ah, give up. He just, like, throws it on the ground. You know, if you set that on someone's door and just set it on fire, it'd give you the same effect and still be just as funny. Yeah, but that doesn't have the sort of time bomb effect that I'm going for. Ah. Clytus goes in search of somewhere to clean his hands. Uh, anything else for the night? <laughs> probably share that bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, nothing for Bella apart from probably drinking quite heavily <laughs> until she passes out. Oh, did y'all want to try and forge a pinch letter so we can make good on this mission? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, who better to forge one than the people who knew her? Him. All right, um, I will try to forge a letter from him. Okay, uh, what are you trying to, um, like, are you trying to recreate what Pinch said, but is worded differently in case there's a cipher, or um, what exactly is your forgery trying to accomplish? It It's less of a letter, more of a picture. it's very crudely made and uh probably very crude in itself (laughs) okay um go ahead and give me a wits roll well we're doing lots of these today huh give credence to the fact that pinch could not read or write (laughs) four is respectable fours four dice is respectable um, yeah, you're, you're able to just, uh, come up with this very convoluted, very pinch-like, um, like, diagrams, and, like, instead of, like, uh, one, like, crude picture, there's a bunch of, like, little doodles on the side that are very crude, but, like, you're, it, you make, like, a map of Ellendale, um, and, like, point to different places with different, like, weird things to say, um, like the sun is not your friend is one of them <laughs> um and altogether like it looks like it could be like something written in code that only the person who wrote it would understand okay perfect Clytus sees this and immediately frowns uh, uh this is a forgery this looks like something a 8 year old would write yeah, you get a good idea of what sort of person Pinch was. <laughs> if someone knew I'll Pinch and looks at that. this, they'd think it was Pinch. <laughs> Clytus just stuffs it in the envelope and then gets ready for sleep. Okay, uh, Finn, did you want to do anything to, to, before you go to bed? I am good. Okay, so what's the plan when you wake up in the morning? Are you just ditching town, or... Well, I guess you gotta go back to Punk. Um before yeah Clytus is gonna go back to punk uh and then bella and finn what were uh your plan i guess finnegan will spend his time preparing for a journey out of town 
Um, yeah, I think that the only thing that Bella wants to do is she's going to sit down and write a letter to Veretta that she can then drop off with somebody who is, like, possibly acquainted with her, but not, like, super close. Okay. Uh, what would the letter say? Um, it is saying something to the fact, uh, something to the effect of, my dearest, darlingest. Veretta, next time, next time I come back into town, I'm finishing the job. Sleep tight. You can have Kelson. Love, Bella. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna have it be an influence role for okay. getting it into the right hands to leak it to Veretta when you're gone from the city. Too long, okay. didn't read. It's actually yeah, 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 yeah. P.S. Boo boo. That was fives and a nudge. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, you you know of somebody who is um, in Veretta's inner circle, but is also that kind of two faced person who is always looking to cause more drama. Um, oh, that's that's Bella's favorite type of person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know that, like, you don't even have to necessarily give it to her. Um, you just find a way to, um, I don't know if maybe there's a mailbox or what, but you leave it there and you know that once she reads it, like, it's going to spread like wildfire and probably reach other people more quickly than it will reach Veretta, but that it will reach Veretta, but in a very uncontrolled manner. Good. Um, right. Finn, what kind of preparations are you making? Uh, probably gathering, like, you know, making sure we have feed for the horses, because I'm assuming we're not going to be going out of town the same way we came in. Uh, making sure we have supplies and things like that ready to go. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a resources roll then at four. Uh, that is twos in a nudge. Okay, yeah, you're able to uh, gather up supplies pretty easily without standing out, um, and you feel comfortable that you've got enough supplies uh, to get you back to Elendel or possibly even uh, further if you needed to. Heck yeah. Uh, so you show back up at Hinston's Pawn Shop, um, and you've got this forged uh, letter in your hand, um you walk in and you see that he's still sitting behind the counter much as he was before uh, with that bored look on his face. And then when he turns to see you when you walk in the door, the um, bored look turns to a more sour one. And he uh, kind of raises an eyebrow and says, Oh, that was quite the job that you did up there at the mansion. Clytus gives him a very large, smug smile. Well... It's just how we operate. Here's your parcel. Uh, he is going to open it up it um, and take a look at it. Uh, I actually rolled dice this game. But I shouldn't have bothered. Um, and his eyes kind of go wide. And he uh, looks at you and he raises an eyebrow. Um, is this something that you need to keep? Clytus just like... Looks at him blankly and, and shrugs. You hired me. I don't know what it is. Hmm. All right, then. 
I'll uh, I'll pass it on, and hopefully this solves the problem. Uh, here's your pay, and he is going to go ahead and give you um, enough resources that if you share, everybody will get a negative one. Um, if you keep it for yourself, you'll just go to negative three. Yeah, I'll share. Okay, so everybody add another negative one to yours. So, Clytus, you'll be at negative two. Cool. And then, uh, as I'm leaving, Clytus will just kind of turn back. You know, Punk, I actually uh, tried to get you a nice little gift, but unfortunately it went to shit when the whole house went on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he smiles to himself. <laughs> Maybe next time. Next time. If there is a next time. Although, if I were you, I'd keep my head down. Word is that uh, Irvans are on the warpath. Gladys just tips his hat and walks out. Okay, uh, so you're able to make it back to where everybody's staying. Uh, is there anything else anybody else wants to do before you leave? Clytus spits on the streets. Just out of spite. <laughs> Glad to see this place gone. Yeah, you know, I've been missing the amenities of Ellendale myself. Bella, anything else you're doing before you leave? Um, She might try to write one more letter to... Uh, to her parents. Um, what was the what was the name of the contact sh- that she had that? Uh, Fionn. Um, no, not Fionn. The guy Actually, who was like oh Maxel. Yeah, I I thought that was it. I wasn't sure though. So she might she might try to write a letter saying to get in touch with Maxel if um if they want to get out of the city. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much just, just what it says. Nothing special. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that you are able to, uh, get that taken care of fairly easily. Like, you know, uh, a friend of the family who's willing to both see you and pass that along. Okay, perfect. And then, uh, anything else before you guys leave? Just to double check. You originally said you didn't want to give us resources for this side job, and you were just going to do advancements. Did you change your mind? Uh, did I say that? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. I the made first... you spend half of them already anyway. <laughs> um, but we will go ahead and do advancements before we finish up for the day. Um, so if everybody is done in Rashikin, uh, for the most part, um, we will go ahead and kind of, uh, wrap up the season then hey we did it uh okay so you guys uh ride away um by midday um out of the city leaving it far behind you um and you kind of have uh both this sense of triumph but also um just a little bit of a sense of foreboding because up until this point you were only going up against one super gang and now uh, you kind of stepped into the hornet's nest of the other superpower. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a sobering thought when it sits with you for a while, the um, the level of power of the enemies that you've made. Um, and you make it back to Alendel, um, and you go to a couple of the spots where um, you like to frequent when you come back. And um, that's when you run into Officer Dahlia in um, one of those haunts. And um, as soon as she spots you, she kind of rushes over. And it has the appearance that she's actually been looking for you. 
Um, and she, in kind of hushed tones, pulls you into a corner booth and starts to explain that um, you guys are kind of persona non grata in the city right now, uh, having been so thoroughly implicated in the uh, arson of the Irvan mansion. Um, and um, she kind of like gives you guys a questioning look of like, did you guys burn this down? Like, was this you? Clytus just like gives her nothing. Just empty stare. Well, darling, I'm I'm not sure. I think you might have had us confused with someone else. Why would we burn anything down? I ask you. Well, um the the things that they're saying about you. Uh I'm I'm not I'm not here to arrest you. I'm not looking for you to take you in, but to warn you because the the kind of trouble that this this has gotten you in isn't the kind of trouble that can be brushed aside like when an anonymous bunch of people robbed a bank. Uh I mean you your own brother is testified like sworn statement against you and um the rumors about the speech that he gave that night uh I mean things are they the Irvans are really, really on the warpath, and they've got the support of a lot of the city behind them now. Clytus grunts. Well, I'm afraid my brother has always been a bit simple-minded, so I would take anything that he says with a grain of salt. That said, it is a bit of a problem if everybody else believes him, so I guess... I'm just going to have to discredit everything he says. Well, I just... I can't protect you from this. So if if you're going to be in the city, you need to make sure you don't draw any attention to yourself. But I don't think that Ellendell is the right place for you right now when every beat cop is going to be looking for you to make a name for himself. Well, I'm sure we appreciate the warning. Um, and then Dahlia will uh, kind of nod and um, give you a small smile before she gets up to leave. Um, and she looks kind of furtive, kind of glancing around to make sure nobody notices her as she leaves the establishment and goes back on her patrol. Well, I guess we may want to consider going out to the roughs. Oh, it's been a while. Sounds, sounds like an excellent place for outlaws like us. I might know just the place. Tell me more. <sighs> Thinking maybe you might want to get acquainted with my late great pappy's little ranch. Clytus goes and gets the horses ready. Uh, so advancements. Um, I think that for as long as this one went and as much um, really great roleplay that went into it, I'm going to go ahead and give everybody uh, six advancements. Um, for everybody's kind of doing what, uh, their characters are striving for. Uh, so I think this really does mark a turning point for every one of the characters. And, um, you know, you guys have been, have been doing a great job. And, uh, if anybody wants to take some time now to figure out how they want to spend them, uh, I am absolutely fine with that. But if we want to start next season with spending those, that's fine as well. Yeah, I think I'll wait, take a look. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off as well. I think I know what I want to do with them, but I don't have okay. enough just yet, so I'll uh, leave that for a later date. 
And Finn, I'm guessing that you're going to keep saving as well. Yep. All right, perfect. I think that's a great place to pause here. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, sticking through for the end of Season 1.5. Uh, I know it's kind of weird to have two groups that alternate, but I'm having a lot of fun. Um, there are some things that I'm doing next season to try and tie things in and make it a lot of fun for everybody. So uh, it's a slow-moving show. I know it is every other week, but you guys have stuck with us this far. And I think that if you're having half as much fun as we are, then you know it's been, it's been worth it. So um, stick around. In another two weeks, we'll be back with a very special episode with... Uh, guest star Anthony of uh, Adventure Incorporated podcast. We will be playing a one-shot uh, spoof of the Avengers. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really goofy. It's really wacky. Uh, my players run all over top of me, David specifically. Come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, after that, we will be back with uh, Season 2 and return back to our first group of players and see where that story leads. So uh, thank you guys so much. It's It's been a lot of fun uh, doing this for about a year and a half now, and I look forward to continue doing this for a long time, and I think I speak for everybody here and in the other group when I say that. So thank you guys again. We'll catch you next season. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Real quick before we leave you for the season, I just want to remind everyone we are still having the mailbag. If you have any questions at all, follow the link in the show notes. Get those turned in as quickly as possible. Uh, we're going to get that recorded in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know if it's going to come out at the same time as the in-between episode, like with season one. But we'll get that uh, published as soon as we get it recorded and get it edited. And if you have any questions, you want to get them in soon. Uh, so you can send them to us at that SurveyMonkey link. You can also send us an email at uh, Lost Legends of scodriel at gmail.com or on our discord page but if you have any questions you want to get them in soon mistborn and all related properties are owned by brandon sanderson and dragonsteel entertainment the mistborn adventure game the alloy of law supplement and the masks of the past supplement are owned by crafty games Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to boardroom design for putting the logo together for us you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. I did not open Roll 20... Before we started up